Hello, and welcome to the Love is Stronger Than Fear podcast. I'm Amy Julia Becker, and this is Season 1, Prepare Him Room, Advent Reflections. I'm so happy you're here with me to consider what happens when God shows up in the midst of the eggnog, gift wrap, holiday cards, tinsel, and let's be honest, the stress and the joy of this time of year. Thank you for listening. This podcast is for December 16th, George Bailey and the Secret to Being Content, Part 2. The reading is from Luke chapter 1, 67 through 80, from the New International Version of the Bible. His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he has said through his holy prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High. For you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. When I was watching It's a Wonderful Life for the umpteenth time, I wept. With each decision to serve someone else instead of himself, with each opportunity to make it big that George gave up, with the dawning recognition that his life was never valuable because of his aspirations or abilities, but was always valuable because of love, I felt the emotion leak out of my eyes and trickle down my cheeks. There's a passage in the Bible that relates to George Bailey and to Zechariah and to me and to all of us who think we need impressive resumes and accomplishments in order to prove our worth to the world. It's a passage that has puzzled me for years. It comes at the end of Paul's letter to the Philippians where he writes, I have learned the secret of being content in all circumstances. Paul is writing from prison, so he clearly is not in the midst of fantastic circumstances. He's been beaten and shipwrecked and deprived of food. He's uncertain whether he will be released or executed. And yet he claims to be content. He also claims that being content in all circumstances is something secret, something he had to learn. When I read this passage in the midst of my many years of discontent, I figured I just hadn't learned the secret yet. But when I read through Philippians again, I realized that Paul had been trying to teach me the secret too. He hints at it when he says, just a sentence later, I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, the reason Paul is content even in the midst of prison and even when facing death has to do with his faith in Jesus. But the book of Philippians offers more than just a Sunday school answer. It offers the key to the secret of contentment. 
The theme that runs throughout Philippians, even though Paul is writing them from prison, even though his circumstances were pretty awful, is joy. For Paul, joy is a verb. Rejoice, he writes over and over. I say it again, rejoice, as if joy is something to practice. Not a response to something fabulous happening, not a feeling, but an active way of being in the world, a choice, a choice even in the face of prison, death, failure, or the long and lonely nights of winter. George Bailey's circumstances didn't change, but his view of his life changed. He went from despair to joy without ever leaving his disappointing little town. He found the secret to contentment, whatever his circumstances. Similarly, Zechariah's song shows us a man who is practicing joy. He's not bitter about nine months of silence. He's not complaining that God insisted on naming his child. He's just proclaiming God's goodness and practicing joy. I don't know. If I were to go back in time to five years ago, to that cold, dark house with small children and an identity crisis, if I would be able to carry Paul's exhortation with me and rejoice, I hope I would. Even now, I can't claim to have learned the secret to being content in full. Was it just this morning that I grumbled at my husband for not rinsing the crud out of the sink after he did the dishes? But... I do know that contentment begins with the choice to be joyful. And so today I choose to practice joy. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of the Love is Stronger Than Fear podcast, Prepare Him Room. For more information, including a free PDF version of Prepare Him Room, go to www.amyjuliabecker.com. While you're there, you can also find out about Amy Julia's books, White Picket Fences, Small Talk, and A Good and Perfect Gift, and when she'll be speaking in your area. Thanks again for listening, and please do consider reviewing this podcast wherever you got it, and please share it with someone else who might enjoy it.